I'm Roger Baker, Executive Director of the Stratfor Center for Applied Geopolitics at RAIN, a global center of excellence for geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Learn how you can put geopolitics to work for your organization at RAINnetwork.com. This is RAIN's Essential Geopolitics Podcast. I'm Emily Donahue. Welcome. Let's talk about chat GPT. The chatbot's been getting a huge amount of attention in the press, both positive and negative. Sam Lichtenstein is here to talk about some of the cybersecurity risks. He's RAIN's Director of Analysis. Welcome, Sam. Hey, Emily. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So, Sam, what exactly is ChatGPT? Sure. So ChatGPT, which first of all stands for Chat Generative Pre-Trained Transformer, is a new type of AI tool that was developed by the San Francisco AI startup called OpenAI. And to make a really complex story short, uh, or hopefully short, it sifts through a huge amount of data that's on the internet and uses AI-enhanced language processing software to basically allow users to ask it a question and it will spit out an answer. Now, what makes it distinctive is that this is really by far the most advanced chatbot that we've ever seen. Um, A lot of people are probably familiar with these type of tools when they go to, say, an airplane uh, or an airline company and they want to change their flight information. And the first thing to avoid having you try to call their phone number, they'll say, well, why don't you talk with our bot? Can it help you answer questions? And it can do basic things like maybe answer if your flight is on time or even potentially change your flight, uh, issue refunds, things of that nature. But it's pretty pretty limited to whatever the airline or particular company wants it to do. What OpenAI has done and what a number of other companies companies are looking at doing is creating similar chatbots that can allow users to ask questions and then give answers. Um, What OpenAI's new ChatGPT bot is so innovative in doing, though, is that it allows users to ask really complex questions, everything from analytic ones to things like write me a poem incorporating X, Y, and Z. And then it will spit out a response in really just a matter of seconds, structuring the responses in really impressive long-form prose. Uh, Now, to be clear, this is not the, (laughs) the death of writing or anything of that nature. There are still a huge amount of limitations to ChatGPT, but for the millions of people now who have played around with it, it's a really impressive way to see how a machine can really do things that we previously have only thought humans were capable of. So let's talk about the ways ChatGPT is already or could be abused in the future. Sure. So unfortunately, and and maybe this is a casualty of the type of business we're in, Emily, as soon as we saw ChatGPT out, the first thing our analysts said was, wow, this could really be exploited in a number of really terrible ways. Uh, Obviously, there's been a huge amount of media attention and and for good reason on all the positive things that can come out of chatbots like this. Uh, But there are also a huge amount of downsides. And as soon as it came out, uh, we started thinking through some of the ways in which ChatGPT could be abused. And actually, in the past Last few weeks, you've seen a number of reports come out from cybersecurity companies, private researchers, etc., basically observing a lot of these exact type of concerns that we were worrying about. Uh, so, for instance, uh, you could definitely have cyber criminals that can basically uh, co-opt ChatGPT to, for instance, write actual pieces of malware or ransomware code. Um, now, you, ChatGPT, in response to this and a number of other vulnerabilities, 
vulnerabilities has put into place some safeguards. Uh, but to be candid, if you are motivated enough, it, it's easy enough to get around some of these. Um, even if we're not talking about writing new forms of code, there are a whole host of other ways that people with very few technical skills could use ChatBG to, for instance, uh, design social engineering tactics or phishing campaigns. So we're all very familiar with those type of emails that we get that come uh, and they're just written in really poor language. Uh, they look very fake and we automatically know that they're spam. However, with a tool like ChatGPT, you could have someone who writes a much more well-tailored uh, scam that could basically uh, engage in what we call business email compromise, where you send an email uh, to a company, an individual, and basically are able to lure them into providing a huge amount of damaging information, uh, whether it be login information, financial provisions, etc. Um, you even have you know, the, the potential for people to actually use ChatGPT in the virtual environment to actually facilitate real-world attacks. So, for instance, uh, you could have a threat actor who uses the tool to develop or research various ways to commit uh, physical attacks, such as uh, advice on building a bomb. Uh, again, ChatGPT has now taken precautions to try to limit that ability and will actually tell users, no, you can't do this, or we're unable to find this information, things of that nature. But for anyone that's really motivated enough, there are definitely ways to get around these built-in protections. So, you know, as a parent, I'm thinking about all the ways this could go wrong. But let's talk about the future of cybersecurity. Uh, what does this suggest about cybersecurity implications for users? Sure. So, Emily, it's it's funny that you mentioned, you know, the starting point of as a parent. And of course, one of the, the interesting things from the parental perspective is a lot of people wondering, is this going to allow my kid to cheat on his or her homework, right? A, a term paper, etc. cetera. Uh, but beyond those kind of day-to-day -day concerns, this really shows uh, a lot of the kind of trajectory of where artificial intelligence, machine learning, things of this nature are heading. Um, and that has real implications for both cyber security on the defense side and on the attack side. So we've already talked about the various ways that this could be abused for cyber criminals, uh, nation state hackers. Uh, you can imagine, for instance, how uh, a foreign adversary would want to abuse this tool. Uh, but it also has implications for cybersecurity, for the defensive side. Um, after all, AI and these type of techniques uh, aren't just put to proverbial evil, but they can also be put to good. Uh, and so I think the development of tools like ChatGPT GPT really kind of offers a vision of where AI is headed in the cyber arena, both from the defensive but offensive side as well. You can imagine how AI could be used to train tools to actually better defend against cyber attacks, scanning for vulnerabilities, things of that nature. And to kind of put it bluntly, what I would say here is you're seeing the proverbial arms race in the cyber arena. Basically, you have malicious actors on one side and the proverbial good guys on the other that are always going to be in a race against time, right? just like in any other security domain where one side is going to try to figure out all the ways they can abuse a new technology for bad, and the good guys are going to try to figure out all the ways to not only mitigate those risks, but also to potentially use that technology for good. 
So I think ChatGPT is a really great example where these type of bots are only going to become more prevalent in the future, uh, and the technology, of course, is only going to advance. And so what you're seeing here is just a little snippet into the window of how not only years from now, but really decades from now, as technologies advance, this arms race between the proverbial good and bad is only going to get more intense, uh, and it's going to be incumbent on all of us in our industry to figure out ways, of course, to mitigate the risks and to find ways to actually use these technologies technologies uh, for the good guys rather than the bad. Yeah, sure is a lot to think about. Thanks, Sam. Of course. Thanks for having me, Emily. Sam Lichtenstein is Rain's Director of Analysis. Rain delivers both strategic and tactical risk intelligence to global organizations. We are the only business in the risk management industry that actually helps clients take action to mitigate risks through our network of risk experts. Find out about Rain's unique approach to risk management at rainnetwork.com. That's R-A-N-E network.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening. 